Hello, everyone. Welcome to another amazing episode of the evolution of the Fempreneur and where we sit and have conversations with women who are changing the narrative of how business is being built. It's being built through uh, the many layers of the growth that we experience as being mothers or not mothers or uh, corporate America or not corporate um, to business ownership as a part-time deal to a full-time space. And we are here to talk about the realness of it all and all of the ups and downs that we go through and the current challenges that we face and um, who we are as women in all of these spaces. So without further ado, I want to introduce our um, host, or our host, I'm the host, geez, our guest, Kelly, who is the Northwest owner of a company called Tab, and we will actually, she will explain that to you um, when I introduce her because it's better coming from her than it is coming. Without further ado, welcome, Ellie. Thank you, wonderful. And um, like you said, I'm the owner and trusted advisor of the Alternative Board North Seattle. And at the Alternative Board, I bring like-minded business owners together to help them run their businesses better. And I do that by bringing them together once a month where they act as a peer advisory board to one another. So they come to those meetings with challenges that they're facing or opportunities that they're trying to capture and they present it to the other board members and then those other members query and then eventually find solutions. And when one of those solutions or more resonates, they make a commitment to it. And then I hold them accountable as their coach outside of the board meetings. And I promise you that people are held accountable. And because they are, they actually do it. And they find that that leads to some pretty amazing things. That's awesome. I mean, you know, you were the first person I ever heard of that even had this um, organization. I didn't even know about it. So tell us a little bit of how you got here. What's the journey for you? How did it evolve from Kelly, the previous life to Kelly, the um, CEO of Tab Northwest. Yeah, I, um, it's, it's been a pathway. If someone had approached me in college to say someday you will own the alternative board and you will be, you know, this facilitator and accountability and business coach, I would have looked at them and said, I'm studying speech pathology and audiology. I think you're confused. Um, because that is what I studied in undergrad. And then I became an audiologist because I received my uh, master's degree in audiology and I practiced hearing loss prevention for many, many years. And I worked alongside occupational safety and health professionals. And so I taught for Central Washington University as an adjunct professor teaching a course on how to, develop, how to deliver effective training on the job site. And I developed a first of its kind occupational safety and health apprenticeship program. I worked for the Red Cross for nearly a decade and became an expert in uh, disaster preparedness and business continuity and started a consulting business myself in that realm and still have that consulting business. But like many businesses, the pandemic mm -hmm. had a real impact. And right. so 
as a result of that, I pivoted again and I learned about the alternative board and it really resonated with me because it allowed me to do two things that I have found to be a constant in my professional journey. One being, I want to mitigate risk. And two, mm. and probably more importantly, I want to help people. And so this really allowed me to tap into those two things that have been a constant in everything that I've done. And which leads us to one of the questions that I have often asked is, as a business owner, um, you know, that like, it's so interesting to always hear the trajectory of people's journey to entrepreneurship, right? Like, it, it's so rare that people said, when I was 10, this is what I wanted to do. And they're actually <laughs> doing the thing right. they said they were going to do. Um, what do you think, you know, in terms of moving into this space in your life now, what's the message that you're really trying to get out into the world? You can have a passion about something and maybe not know how to run it as a business. And it's mm. okay because having that passion will allow you to find resources and people and tools mm. to allow you to follow that passion and yeah. be profitable while doing it. So there are any number of resources that are out there um, to help business owners run their businesses better. And Tab is one of those. Wow. So, and then it's interesting because you were, you already had a consulting firm and like all of us, we hit the pandemic some a little bit, it hit, some harder than others, right? And mm -hmm. so it moved your direction in that. So when you were creating this space of, you know, you're having to evolve into something else, not by your own doing, um, who do you think you're, you're speaking to in this space of the message that you are um, clearly trying to get out into the world? Well, I, I guess if I would say that I'm really trying to reach out to those business owners that are having some challenges and mm -hmm. they need someone that they can bounce ideas off of and a safe place for them to be vulnerable. Mm. Um, you know, some people will ask, good. Um, you know, is Tab like BNI? And it's nothing like BNI. BNI is a networking referral based mm -hmm organization that you're tasked with coming and talking about your business, which is great to tell people about mm -hmm. it and spread the word, but right. it's not a place where you're able to say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. It's where you're there and you're like puffing your flever feathers up and, you know, putting <laughs> yeah. the chest out I'm like, I'm great. And you should work with me. And at my tab boards, it's really a place where you're not having to do that. You can be real and you can be vulnerable because it's safe because there's non-competing businesses there to help you. Mm. And that spoke to you because, I mean, when you look at historically of what you've been creating, that spoke to you in what way and like, it, so do you have a specific um, sort of, is it just a for women, for men, for like, what is, or does, does that even matter? Yeah, no, it doesn't really matter um, in, in terms of gender. It doesn't really matter necessarily mm -hmm. um, how large the business is. I would mm -hmm. say that 
businesses that have been in business for five or more years are going to be kind of the ideal client because they're not going to have as much financial stress as perhaps someone who's just starting out would have. Right. Um, and so that tends to free up time. It tends to free up opportunity. And so generally speaking, we look to work with businesses that are a little more established, but I also work with solopreneurs who are just kind of starting out too. So I'll work with with people who are finding a need for help. And I need them to be willing to help others too. So if you're a know-it-all, right. probably not going to be part of my boards. That's a great pre-warning to the whole situation. Like, listen, people, if this is where it's at for you, might not be the right space. Yeah, Which I think exactly. you, you have to communicate that early on because there are different, there's so different there's so many different types of models out there in terms of that. Um, yeah. and, and then and I would also, yeah. can I also just share one other thing? Yeah. Um, when I was exploring tab, the thing that really captured me as being like sort of eye-opening was having been mm -hmm. my own business owner previously with my consulting business. Mm -hmm. I can remember having times where, oh, I'm going to try this marketing strategy and I'm going to do it around this holiday. And then all of a sudden the holiday came and went and I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm right. ready to do that. Now I'm going to have to wait for next year to do that same great idea I had. And right. I really found that it was because I didn't have an accountability partner. I didn't have someone that I was reporting to, to say, yes, I'm working on this. Yes, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And when I learned about that accountability piece as part of TAB, it really kind of like caught my attention. And I felt that that was such a huge asset to any business owner who's trying to do it on their own. Well, and, you know, being as you work with entrepreneurs, right? And so there's... it. And entrepreneurship is such a unique industry. It's a unique arena because you kind of want to say, oh, I'm a small business owner. Or I'm a business owner. But entrepreneurship kind of is this whole different set of it's you. It's you and your business. You're the CEO. You're the vice president. You're the principal stakeholder. You're like, right. And you're the janitor and all of the things that comes with that. Because some small business yeah. owners are can be qualified under they have two employees or one other employee where entrepreneurship is a solopreneur or can be a team player, but not all teams are there in person also. It could be a virtual yeah. thing. So yes. it's since it's evolved, you know, that, that landscape has just been such a different space from what we know it. Some people even have a negative connotation to entrepreneurship. Oh, that's not a real thing. Like I just read somewhere, this guy was like, that's not a real thing. We're a small business owners, entrepreneurship. That's great. So how do you think that the changes, because you've had a consultancy firm. So you had, it was you. And then this is a whole different arena where you're working with other business owners. What do you right. think is, why do you think it's such a need and why is it shaping this new landscape of entrepreneurship and business ownership? Yeah, you know, I th I think for me, the big, big switch that I saw from coming from a consultant where I'm the subject matter expert and I'm having mm -hmm. to guide uh, my mm -hmm. clientele on, you know, here's sort of the recommended practice. 
you know, here's kind of the steps that you want to take, you know, as mm-hmm. you're building your business continuity plan or your crisis communication plan or your evacuation plan or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, there's kind of some necessary steps. As a business coach, I don't necessarily have the answers, but what I do have is the means to pull those answers out of you. So I'm not coming in as the expert. You're going to know how to run your business way better than I ever will. But I'm there as a safe place for you to kind of share what you're going through and me to help you kind of look at it from a different angle. And even more so the board, because then you get that collective knowledge Mm -hmm. of all the people in there from different industries who give you different perspectives that maybe you had never even thought of. So there is some beauty in that aspect of having all of that, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, collective business acumen experience that is brought to the table to help you as that individual business owner. And I, I love that answer because I feel like that's really what you came in with a perfect sentence of coaching isn't about being the expert of their business. Mm-hmm. It's about holding space for their expertise to grow and be enhanced, right? Exactly. So in that space of like, because you're running a whole different business than when you were in the consultancy and like all of us, and especially women business owners, because we are very feelings oriented, not that that's bad or anything, but, you know, we go through a lot of our own self doubts and imposter syndrome. It's a big language and, you know, the roller coaster and we, there's a lot of articles out there, but let's be honest, most of the articles are written by men and you can kind of understand where they're coming from. It's just a different space for us Mm -hmm. women entrepreneurs. What, do you, what are some of the strategies that you have, um, especially since COVID, because we all work inside our homes, right? Right. Um, you know, I, as you're saying that, it, it made me think of imposter syndrome and it, it, it resonates, right? Because we all go through that. And, mm-hmm. and I remember in the very beginning of having the alternative board, really having some significant feelings of imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome and I remember sharing that I hear you sister (laughs) (laughs) and I remember sharing that with a fellow coach and the coach had the following inspiring words which I took to heart of course you have imposter syndrome because you're learning something new and Mm. as you are learning something new you will always have imposter syndrome until it is no longer new to you and it made me feel so much better about the place that I was in at that moment mm-hmm. because she was absolutely correct. I was learning so much about right. how to run my board meetings, what tools to use for my coaching sessions and uh, you know how to pull information out of people. And so mm-hmm. it made me feel okay with having imposter syndrome and accepting it as being something that's very natural. So I was very thankful to that coach. <laughs> and sure. it, it kind of set you up for the new space you were going to be in because that's probably why it's so effective, right? This boardroom style um, resolution for their challenges is because it's not that business owners don't have the the capacity to understand their struggles. It's that they need other 
people around them sharing right. that information yes. that they're not in it alone, right? Exactly. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because I did a sample board for, I had formerly been part of a BNI chapter and I just mm -hmm. recently stepped away and lovely people enjoyed them thoroughly. And I did a sample board for them. So I gave them a little taste of tab. And mm -hmm. I remember at the end, everyone just walking or like speaking as we went around the table about how powerful it had been and how they wish they had this. Why doesn't BNI offer this? And one mm -hmm. of the members actually said, I feel so less lonely. It's so nice to know that other people are having the same challenges that I'm facing and having a place to hear how mm -hmm. other people are tackling those challenges. And so right. you're so right in the sense that being a business owner can be really lonely. Your spouse only wants to hear about it so much. Right. You're not going to talk <laughs> about your staff. You know, you're not going to talk to your staff about the challenges you're facing and, right, right. You know, who can you go to? You're not going to talk to your competition necessarily. Um, right. So it creates right. that safe space. Well, and then that's the other thing. I think even if you could talk to your competitor, like even if that was a norm, right, to go, mm -hmm. it's really about that safe space too. Yeah. And I think that's a that's an extra layer of need for women entrepreneurs when you are in you know, in the space of vulnerability of mm -hmm. working through some of that imposter syndrome or whatever challenges are in your business. Um, because there's nothing, I don't know about you, but there's nothing more like what's that called when your sales have just been taken down or, you know, they, they burst the bubble. And when right. you bring up something to someone about a challenge and they make it seem like it's nothing like, Oh, that thing. That's, and you're like, are you kidding me? I've been struggling with that thing for right. weeks and hours and I can't sleep and you're making it seem so insignificant. And yeah. that I think is one of the things that causes uh, a majority of us to not want to speak to anybody yeah. about, you know, you know and our it, issues. It's funny that you say that because my very first member I brought him on. He said, yes, Kelly, I'll sign with you. I only want coaching. I do not want the board. I just want the coaching. And I said, okay, we can do that. Mm -hmm. Didn't have a board anyway. So that was really easy to do. And so we, you know, we're meeting as, as, you know, coaching only, coaching only, coaching only. And then as I was signing up some other members, I said to him, we're going to put you on the board and you are going to do the board. And he said, I, I don't want to do the board. I said, no, you're going to do the board because <laughs> trust me, it's going to be good for you. Well, I don't want people telling me that I'm, you know, stupid or I'm, you know, whatever. And I said, it's never, that's never going to happen here. This is, these are handpicked people by me to help mm -hmm. you and then you will help them. And mm. I promise you, there will never be anyone who makes you feel that you are less than the subject matter that you are in your space. And right. now he's probably the biggest advocate and is constantly like, like he even at one point said, so Kelly, I'm trying to cut some dollars. And do you think maybe I could just do the board and not the coaching? And I said, it doesn't work that way. Right. <laughs> like, coaching only, but you can't do the board without the coaching because I have to hold you accountable. And he went, right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, it won't work as well if you don't have me to push you. And um, now he, like I said, is a huge advocate. 
Well, leads to the question of all questions is, what advice would you give? What are the top three? I, I like to do more than one because I feel like in my own mind, I got to be able to pick which is right for me. So which right. would be the top three advice uh, you would give to an aspiring fempreneur or somebody who's wanting to grow their business, right? Because there is there is both that's yes, yes. in the audience. So I, I think for anybody who's just starting out, um, I would look into some free resources that are available. Um, mm. Like for example, the SCORE program that's under the Small Business Administration where they can mm -hmm. receive free mentoring and access mm -hmm. to tools to help them as they're starting out their business. So how to get yeah. the proper licensing, how to write that business plan, you know, those kinds of resources are there for them at no mm -hmm. cost. So as they're just starting out, that is an excellent resource and I highly recommend it. It is actually what I did when I was building my consulting business. So mm -hmm. I really highly recommend it. And if you don't have the right mentor, let them know that you want someone else because there's plenty of people to go around and not everyone is going to be the right fit for everyone. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. Find the right one. Right. Um, second tip I would say is that if you are in a place where you really feel like you're lost and really needing someone, find a group of people that you can meet with um, on a regular basis and you can hold one another accountable, you know, mm -hmm. have that for you, have those people who can help you through those challenges because it is lonely. There aren't yeah. a whole lot of people that you can talk to about things. So a peer mm -hmm. advisory board, like the alternative board, certainly an option for many business owners out there. And then thirdly, I would say, don't give up. Believe in yourself, mm. push through the challenges, tell yourself it's going to work. Have that positive affirmation. Tell yourself you got this. And every day you got this. That is, I mean, all of that is just prime, prime advice for whether you're starting or you're, you know, 10 years in, it's always nice to kind of get that refresh of like, I love what you said about if that's not the right person for you, find another one. Because I mean, raise your hand if you're one of those that's just like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings and I'm not sure. And, you know, they, there's some things I like and there's some things I don't like. Listen, it's not about them. It's about you evolving into the, the business owner you need to be for your business. So with that being said, now this podcast is focused on um, the evolution of the fempreneur, right? Which is kind of a new language, but not. It's not because women have been in business for many, many, I mean, since the dawn of time, but it's new in terms of the amount of women walking into being a business owner who've left corporate even before the pandemic, right? The pandemic just kind of was the catalyst for it. How do you envision this space of fempreneurship and what do you think is your role in shaping that? Ooh, that's a good question. I know it's kind of like a heavy thing, but I'm like, yeah, it's really, yeah. we need well, to start think, talking about that. You know, I having been a you know, woman all of my life, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've seen the challenges that are that are there, and I've seen you know, corporate America, nonprofit organizations, educational institutions um, mm -hmm. tend to be primarily 
middle-aged white men. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I still see quite a bit of that, but what I am seeing is a change. And I'm seeing mm-hmm. that there is more representation by women and people of color. And, you know, we're seeing that diversity and inclusion and we're moving in the right direction. Um, even at even at SCORE, you're going to see mm-hmm. a ton more, or that's not saying that properly. You're going to see many more women now in representation <laughs> than there were when I utilized the services. So mm-hmm. there's change. And I think we will continue to see more and more women um, find their passion mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. begin their, their entrepreneur entity. Yeah. And, and where do you think your role is in shaping this uh, direction that we're moving into? Well, I, I, I love working with women. <laughs> so anything I can do to help women have a safe place to be vulnerable and work through those challenges, I am up for that challenge. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's perfect because before we jump off, I wanted you to share with the audience in that being a role model for shaping this new, well, this direction of entrepreneurship you have a you have an event coming up right that's here in the in the Washington State um Seattle area correct I Tell do us about uh, October 26th at the World Trade Center Seattle uh, which is located on the waterfront uh, I'll be hosting an event where there will be networking to begin with so all of the businesses that register ahead of time, and come, because if you don't register, I will ask you to leave. So I need you to register and you can find it on Eventbrite. Uh, October 26th from three to 5.30. And uh, I'm gonna have a financial advisor that also will be there to give some tips on what business owners should be doing to prepare for transitioning out of their business. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because as you are entering it, you should already be in the place where you're thinking about how am I going to exit this business? Is it a legacy mm-hmm. business? Is it something I want to sell eventually? Do I just want to quietly close the doors some days? Those are all options. And mm-hmm. as an owner, you should be thinking about that ahead of time. So we'll have those tips to share. And then we'll take everybody through a taste of tab where we'll do a sample board and we'll have everyone present some topics. And then I'll pick two that I think will resonate for the most conversation and dialogue for everybody to get a feel for what the alternative board does. And again, that's October 26th, 3 to 5.30 p.m. And we'll have charcuterie, wine, and some non-alcoholic beverages too, so. Awesome. Well, you heard it here first. We will have all that information in our show notes so that um, you can participate if you're in the area or if you're wanting to get on the plane and wanting to visit the Northwest. There's something to do on the 26th. Thank you so much, Kelly, for your time. Thank you for your energy. And thank you for um, helping shape this revolution of fempreneurship for the world and for our children's and our children's children and all of the already existing awesomeness that we live in. Thank you so much. And until next time, everyone, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. Have a great day, everyone.